0: Book 10 chapter 2 of The Hunchback of Notre-Dame by Victor Hugo. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Book 10 chapter 2 Turn Vagabond. On re-entering the cloister the archdeacon found at the door of his cell his brother Jean de Moulain who was waiting for him, and who had beguiled the tedium of waiting by drawing on the wall with a bit of charcoal, a profile of his elder brother enriched with a monstrous nose. Dom Claude hardly looked at his brother. His thoughts were elsewhere. That merry scamp's face, whose beaming had so often restored serenity to the priest's somber physiognomy, was now powerless to melt the gloom which grew more dense every day over that corrupted, mephitic, and stagnant soul. "'Brother,' said "Jehan, timidly, "'I am come to see you.' The archdeacon did not even raise his eyes. "'What, then?' "'Brother,' resumed the hypocrite, "'you are so good to me, and you have given me such wise counsels that I always return to you.' What next?" "'Alas, brother! You were perfectly right when you said to me, Jehan, Jehan, se sat doctorum doctorina, disciplorum disciplina Jehan be wise, Jehan be learned, Jehan pass not the night outside of the college without lawful occasion and do leave of the master. Cudgel not the Picards. Noli, Johannes, verbarare Picardos. Rot not like an unlettered ass. Quasi asinus illateratus. On the straw seats of the school. Jahan, allow yourself to be punished at the discretion of the master. Jahan, go every evening to chapel, and sing there an anthem with verse and horizon to Madame the Glorious Virgin Mary. Alas! what excellent advice was that! And then— Brother, you behold a culprit, a criminal, a wretch, a libertine, a man of enormities! My dear brother, Jahan hath made of your counsel straw and dung to trample under foot. I have been well chastised for it, and God is extraordinarily just. As long as I had money I feasted, I led a mad and joyous life. Oh, how ugly and crabbed behind is debauch which is so charming in front! Now I have no longer a blank. I have sold my napery, my shirt, and my towels. No more merry life! The beautiful candle is extinguished, and I have henceforth only a wretched tallow dip which smokes in my nose. The wenches jeer at me. I drink water. I am overwhelmed with remorse and with creditors." "'The rest?' said the archdeacon. "'Alas, my very dear brother! I should like to settle down to a better life. I come to you full of contrition. I am penitent. I make my confession. I beat my breast violently.' "'You are quite right in wishing that I should some day become a licentiate and sub-monitor in the College of Torquay. At the present moment I feel a magnificent vocation for that profession. But I have no more ink and I must buy some, I have no more paper, I have no more books and I must buy some. For this purpose I am greatly in need of a little money, and I come to you, brother, with my heart full of contrition." "'Is that all?' "'Yes,' said the scholar, "'a little money.' "'I have none.' Then the scholar said, with an air which was both grave and resolute, "'Well, brother, I am sorry to be obliged to tell you that very fine offers and propositions are being made to me in another quarter. You will not give me any money? No. In that case, I shall become a professional vagabond.' As he uttered these monstrous words, he assumed the mien of Ajax, expecting to see the lightnings descend upon his head the archdeacon said coldly to him,—'Become a vagabond!' Shahan made a deep bow and ascended the cloisterer stairs, whistling. At the moment when he was passing through the courtyard of the cloister, beneath his brother's window, he heard that window open, raised his eyes, and beheld the archdeacon's severe head emerge. "'Go to the devil!' said Dom Claude. Here is the last money which you will get from me. At the same time the priest flung Jehan a purse, which gave the scholar a big bump on the forehead, and with which Jehan retreated, both vexed and content, like a dog who had been stoned with marrow-bones. End of Book Ten, Chapter Two